Previously on Coming Clean. I'm telling you, I was kidnapped. And I'm telling you, you're lying. Pippa, you and Trich are engaged? You died. I didn't. Then your dad disappeared. And your house burned down. This is as bad as things can possibly get. Bell Bishop, you're under arrest. Come with us now to a little town called Exposition, Maine. A town where the cranberries are as tart as the wealth disparity is high. Where secrets are buried but not so deep they can't be dramatically revealed. Where some folks would kill you soon as look at you, sometimes sooner. A small town is full of stories. Stories told by Coming Clean. All raz for Judge Elaine Carpenter. Be seated. Miss Bishop, you are charged with one count of money laundering, one count of racketeering under RICO, one count of arson, multiple counts of obstruction of justice, and one count of letting your roots grow out for too long. How do you plead? Not guilty, not guilty, not guilty, not guilty, and not a real crime, Your Honor. Objection, my lud. On what grounds? I mean, look at her. Your Honor, my client was captive for months of her life and appears to have been kept in a twilight sleep state where one is unconscious and unpressured by today's beauty standard. Whether or not Miss Bishop was actually kidnapped is sincerely under question, Your Honor, and I have an expert whose testimony will prove that societal aesthetic standards are not affected by sedation. My client is also pregnant. That's right, and you can't dye your hair when you're pregnant. I'll allow it. We must protect unborn life at all costs. The jury will be instructed to read these pamphlets I have on the subject at recess. The last charge is dismissed with prejudice. We will now hear opening arguments. Very well, my lad. Ladies and gentlemen of the court, perhaps worse than any crime is squandered potential. And this town well, well, well. What an potential. odd state of affairs. Belle Bishop on trial for her own kidnapping, as well as the crimes of her missing father, the Don of the main mafia. And newcomer Reginald Daines, the third helming the prosecution? He, of all people, should know who was really laundering the money at the laundromat. And who is the opposing counsel but Shimmy Makewood? And here I thought she and Reg were friends. I didn't even know Shimmy was a lawyer, and I'm the omniscient third-person narration. How did things get so upside down under in this kangaroo court? Why would you want to act as my defense, Mrs. Makewood? Or should I say, Browser? When I married your former beau, I kept my maiden name. Makewood was your first husband's name. And I successfully defended myself in his murder trial. You might not like me, and I sure as shit don't like you, but the main courts are as kind to beautiful young women as Senator Collins herself. Which is to say, super unkind. You might not trust me, but you need me. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, my client is insane. <gasps> I mean, she'd have to be to try and snare my dear Trich into her nasty-ass clutches. Yes, if Belle Bishop is guilty of anything, it is of believing in herself too much. For my client is terminally stupid. She can't spell racketeering, let alone commit it. She talks to a doll, for goodness sake. It's her best friend. I will prove beyond a shadow of a doubt that Belle Bishop is an ignorant, self-obsessed little dullard incapable of the very cool and interesting crimes of which she is accused. Thank you kindly. The prosecution would like to call its first witness, Hippolyta Lee. Do you swear to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth, so help you God? Yeah, sure. Whatever. 
Miss Lee, can you walk us through the day of Miss Bishop's alleged disappearance? Well, it was lottery day night. Some unfortunate news about Belle's pregnancy had gotten out somehow. Can you describe how she seemed to you? Puffy. Mostly in the face, but the pregnancy bloat was definitely starting. I meant her state of mind. Oh, angry, I guess? Desperate? Desperate for what? Well, things always go Belle's way, or they had right up until that moment. With her life crumbling all around her, she seemed... Crazed? Sure. Objection! Leading! Sustained. Miss Lee, do you know the father of Miss Bishop's baby? No, but neither does she. Could be Tab, could be my fiancé, or any other number of men. And did both Mr. Browser and Mr. Makewood believe themselves to be the father? Relevance, your honor? Milad, it speaks to the accused's facility with subterfuge. Answer the question, Miss Lee. Yes, Belle told both Tab and Trich that they were the father. No further questions. Miss Lee, when did you begin a sexual relationship with my son? Objection, Milad! It's yucky for her to ask that. I'm inclined to agree... But I'll allow it. The 10th. So also lottery day night. Yes. The same night that Belle was arrested then disappeared from her jail cell. Yes. And how long would you say that initial sexual congress took? Gross, Your Honor. I'm establishing a timeline. I'll allow it. About seven minutes? Pathetic. My son will not be in the annals of great lovers, but then neither is his father. But that lackluster effort would have left you with plenty of time to drive to the police station and abscond with Miss Bishop. (laughs) Excuse me? Wouldn't you say you have a vested interest in seeing Belle, your main romantic rival, out of the picture? She's not my rival. No, not after eight months' absence. Miss Lee, what's it like to always come in second place? I beg your pardon? Runner-up in Miss Teen Maine, second most popular in middle school, salutatorian in high school, Miss Bishop often said you were her second best friend. That damn doll always came first. How can I lose to a doll? It doesn't even have a medical degree. Belle was Miss Teen Maine, most popular in middle school, not valedictorian because she can barely read, but still, very pretty and well lacked. She had her pick of men in this town, whereas you were relegated to always helping deliver other women's babies. So I ask again, what is it like to always come in second place? It stunk, okay? Is that what you want to hear? I hated it and I hated her. No further questions. The prosecution calls Richard Frisbee to the stand. <gasps> That's Dick Frisbee, son, and don't you forget it. Do you swear? Shit, yeah, I do. Get with the questions, British guy. I don't got all day. How do you know the defendant? Bell worked for me at Suds Ruckus, one of my many sartorial cleansing establishments. In other words, a laundromat. Correct. And what was her job? Oh, this and that. Sweeping, cleaning out lint traps. Making change. Sure, emptying and refilling the change machines. Tell me about Bell's father. Pappy Bishop? Don't really know him. A worthless drunk hasn't done an honest day's work in his life. Heard he took off. Is that what you heard? Interesting, interesting, Mr. Frisbee. What do you know about the main mafia? The what? I'm not sure I'm familiar. I commute here from New Hampshire. Your answers continue to amuse me, Mr. Frisbee. The people would like to enter Exhibit A. Can you tell me what you see in this picture, Mr. Frisbee? Me. And who are you with? Objection! And in a sentence with a preposition. With whom are you standing in this photograph, Mr. Frisbee? Happy Bishop. And what does the banner say over your heads? Speak up, Mr. Frisbee. 
Main Mafia 2017 Coke Mule Race and BBQ. Mr. Frisbee, are you not in fact a member of the Main Mafia, the head of whom is none other than Pappy Bishop? <gasps> yes. And do your laundromats not operate as a means to not only launder clothing, but the ill-gotten gains of Pappy Bishop's nefarious notions? Yes. An operation managed not by you, Mr. Frisbee, but by the Don's own daughter, Belle Bishop? No, she didn't know what her daddy did. Then who was in charge at Suds Ruckers? I... I... Uh, fine. Yes. It was oh. Belle. Mr. Frisbee, how could you? I'm sorry, Belle. It was you or me. Miss Makewood, tell your client to shut her yap or I'll hold her in contempt. Let's skip ahead to closing arguments, shall we? Your Honor, I'd like to cede my time to Belle Bishop herself. I'll allow it, Miss Bishop. When I was going into the seventh grade, we had to pick extracurriculars. And I was telling all the grown-ups about how I got to pick classes. I was so excited. And this man said, A pretty girl like you. I'll bet you want to pick the classes with the most cute boys. I said that was patronizing, and all the adults laughed at me. Even my dad. That was the day I found out I wasn't a person. Not really. Not a full person. I was a thing to fuck. A pretty thing to own. Not only that, but my prettiness itself was an invitation. But I wanted to learn. I loved learning. So I learned how to be a pretty possession. And I was very good at it. You think I woke up with abs? This pouty mouth? It's drawn on. Because you people told me this was the best I'd ever be. And if I was your perfect, fuckable blonde, I'd be safe. Well, I guess that didn't work out, because men took advantage of me, my friends hated me, and someone kidnapped me. Yes, I was kidnapped. It happened because I say it happened. One witness is enough. So fuck you for saying it was my fault. I don't want to be pretty anymore. I want to be able to trust that when someone talks to me, it's not because they want to fuck me. But most of all, I don't want to be scared anymore. Convict me of stuff I didn't do, whatever. What else is new? Your Honor, we've heard enough. We find the defendant guilty on all counts. But you have to deliberate. Nuh-uh. She told us to find her guilty, so we did. That was rhetorical, you dumb fucks. I will not hear such language in my courtroom. Rhetorical? Disgusting. Bailiff, take her away. Deary me, what is a girl to do? Is this the end of Belle Bishop? Will the next two episodes be a protracted Orange is the New Black parody? Find out on the next... Coming Clean. You've been listening to Coming Clean, an extremely serious radio drama. Written and produced by Bethy Squires. That's me. With title music by Zach Nichols, starring Steph McCann as Belle Bishop, Thomas Grabinski as Pappy Bishop, Casey Rosario as Shimmy Makewood and Tab Browser, Zach Mason as the Makewood Triplets, Rob Warner as Reginald Daines III and Detective Aladdin Vegas, Meredith Dillon as Hippolyta Lee, and Andra Whipple as your narrator. Additional voices by Catherine Risk, Nico Brancolini, Colin Jenkins, and Bethy Squires. That's me. 
Sound effects and additional music by Colin Jenkins and Bethy Squires. That's me. No haunted dolls were harmed in the making of this radio serial. <laughs>